Hello, and welcome to your new favorite team, the podcast that looks into what makes your team so special. I'm your host, Chris, and let me introduce my co-host, who wanted to do a podcast called I Can Do What I Want, a podcast where she decides if the actions are from a four-year-old or a trucking company coordinator. It's Lizzie. Lizzie, how are you? Hey, Christopher. I'm doing really good today. A couple of things I want to ask. Okay. Um, are you assuming that I'm a coordinator at my job? Is that no, just you I made? think you're around them. The person who suggested this, this was suggested by somebody else, but the person who suggested this, I think, assumes you're around a trucking company coordinator. Sure, sure. That makes sense. Yeah, um, well, I'm doing really well. I'm over this bit. I just want that to be on the record because I don't like pretending about having to make a podcast, but that was a really good one. I'm guessing it's from Sean Allen. This podcast submitted was submitted by Sean Allen. If you have a submission for Lizzie's other podcast, email them in at Lizzie's other podcast at gmail.com. Oh, uh, yeah, I, you're over this bit. Maybe it's time for that bit to die. I don't know how else to start the podcast, but maybe it's over. Well, it might be over. It might <laughs> That's not fair. be over. That's I, did fair. Make, That's fair. I did make the statement to Sean that I can do whatever I want because I'm in trucking now. So that, oh. that, that makes it a little bit more. You know clear. what? You read, you read the, the, this one was very pointed at you then, which I think they should be more pointed at you. And you're kind of bad attitude sometimes. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> well, hey, um, so we're talking about a really cool school today. Yep. Um, it's pretty far removed from anything that I really know. Um, and and that I guess I just don't really know a ton about this particular university at all. So I'm really excited. Um, friend of Sarah Leeson, who's been on the pod. Yeah. Um, is friend of her mom who has a friend who had a friend who now are here. And so yeah. we're really, really grateful for their time. But the location is um, Fayetteville, Arkansas. The conference is the SEC. Their colors are cardinal and white. And then their mascot, they have big red, but then they also have like a live mascot, which oh is Tusk the fifth <laughs> and really what they are though is they're the razorbacks and so it's the university of arkansas absolutely oh. and to go, discuss, hogs. go hogs go hogs <laughs> to discuss the university of arkansas we're gonna have on this week sarah logan and greg napoles hey guys how are y'all today fine doing great thank you oh i absolutely uh, appreciate having you guys here uh we are we are excited to talk about this school. It's one you know we we like Lizzie said we don't know a lot about. So you guys are here to be the experts this week, and we're really excited. Yeah, we I heard you say go hogs. So it's a Razorback. For those who are not sure, <laughs> I I did know it's a form of a ho- no, it is a hog, right? It's a hog. Yeah, it's a, it is. It's a, it's a wild it's a wild, wild pig. Yeah, it's a yeah basically okay. a feral pig. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, that is frightening. If you're going to pick a mascot, <laughs> you might as well pick something that's frightening. Yeah. Yeah. A feral pig, a tiger, any of that stuff, truly terrifying. And alligators, uh, terrifying. So a feral pig fits right in. Yeah. I yeah don't, it is a, it's a, it's a very dangerous uh, uh, animal for sure. <laughs> and, and it's actually, it's actually, we're overrun with him here to wow. the point that uh, there's no, limit on trying to kill them because they're they really are a, a, a danger to a lot of crops and you know that kind of thing down here in, wow. in this part of the country you can just so. like see them you can like they're out and about i just oh yeah I assumed it was no no they don't run the streets they don't run the streets there's like packs of them in front of the food line yeah. 
Well, Let's I mean, the way that you said it. If, if you're a farmer, with, you've seen them. If you're I'm a farmer, you're, yeah. Everybody it's, with a gun just ready to shoot uh, a razorback <laughs> if they see yeah. it. Yeah, it's, which is kind done. of, you, you would think is count, you know, counterintuitive to, you well, know, Greg, you that's our mascot. The story of how we got to be called Razorbacks, right? Yes. Well, yes, let's, I let's do one thing first. We always like to kind of justify our guest. So we'll start with you, Sarah. Oh, Tell us how you are connected to like how you became a fan of the University of Arkansas. Walk us through that. Well, I can tell you that in sixth grade, my church took a retreat to Fayetteville, Arkansas, and I fell in love. We got to tour it at, a, at 12 years old, the University of Arkansas, and I fell in love with the place and the university. Plus, both my parents and grandparents and aunts and uncles and cousins had all attended the University of Arkansas. Oh, so wow. I knew from a young age, that's where I was going. Yeah. So just the, a family thing always went. Did, did you spend time like growing up going to football games or, and basketball games? Yes, there, or we just did. Was... So uh, back then we had um, games in Little Rock, Arkansas and Fayetteville. And I was from Southeast Arkansas. And so mm -hmm. we made all the Little Rock games for sure. And it was a big event to come to the big city and, and watch the Razorbacks. Yeah. And then uh, once I attended there, we have se we've had season tickets ever since I've been in college, which has been over 30 years. And uh, I go every game now. Yeah. Don't miss a game. Yeah. Oh, that uh, is a true fan right there. <laughs> that is. Well, and Greg, I'm all about oh, the tailgate. No, we'll, we'll get there. Definitely. That is uh, one of our favorite sections, the tailgate section. And, and Greg, if you'll, if you'll do the same for us, like, well, how, how did you get started? You know, similar story or? What, what's your story? Well, you know, it's, it's a little bit different, but um, the fact is, is that if you grow up in Arkansas, because we have no pro teams, um, pretty much everybody in the state of Arkansas, you grow up being a Razorback fan. It's, it's a lot different than other states where you may have two major schools or you have a lot of pro teams mm -hmm. that uh, divide loyalties. Here you've got basically one. Right. And so, you know, my parents um, – and all families and friends, they they have always been Razorback fans. And my parents had been going to games from the time that they met dating uh, to when they got married. And um, and we just, you know, it always from my earliest memories, you know, I just remember, you know, watching games on television as, you know, four or five years old. And and, um, you know, just knowing that I was pretty much this was my team, you know, and it was. As I, as you grew up here, you just kind of lived and died with with how the Razorbacks did. And luckily, we, you know, in the years we may not be good in football, we were we were pretty good in basketball. So we had yeah. a lot of sports that that we could kind of vacillate between, and and so that at least you know pretty much every year we're good in something. Yeah, that was. I think, go ahead, I think you brought up a really good point in that um, the, there are no pro teams in Arkansas. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that would make a lot of sense that it's like, okay, well, we're living, breathing and dying this just because that's it. That I've never really considered that as most other states have a couple yeah. other avenues to be a fan of, you know? An example of that is I'm an elementary school principal and the Hogs started winning. The Razorbacks started winning this year. So every Friday we're all wearing our Razorback shirts to school because we yeah. are so excited about that next game that's coming up. Yeah. Well, yeah. what's amazing, too, it doesn't matter. You know, she's from the very southeast corner of Arkansas. I grew up in central Arkansas, 
Um, it doesn't matter if you're from Northwest, you know, yeah. Northeast, Southwest, Southeast, no matter where in Arkansas you go, you'll see, you know, whether it's on cars, whether it's on uh, all the convenience stores selling Razorback merchandise, you, you know, most any town in Arkansas have a Razorback store mm-hmm. where you can buy products. Wow. All the Walmarts obviously carry <laughs> Razorback merchandise. Um, we're actually, ironically, for, for a state of only, you know, little over 3 million people we're in the top like 10 in um collegiate license sales of of merchandise because you know the brand and so um it it, it's really truly a phenomenal deal that it it really it brings the state together in ways that no no one else could i mean yeah you know we're divided in so many ways politically and other things but the razorbacks are one unifying thing that everybody can agree on yeah. I love that. I love, Absolutely. I mean, you just really don't hear about a lot of that, like that, that's what you're all agreeing on, which is like a fun thing to agree on. Um, but and I, I wanna, think oh, right sorry. now our co- coach Pittman, what he has done with our team in the last three years, I think everybody thinks coach Pittman can run for governor or president <laughs> now. I mean, we, he's just a, a great guy and is out there to support his team and his fans. And I guess, it's just really all about being family, no matter where you're from in the state of Arkansas, but we're one big family and that's all because we're excited about the Razorbacks. Yeah. yeah. And we don't want him to, we don't want him to be governor because then he wouldn't be our coach. <laughs> that's right. Hey, that's right. Be the coach. I, I'm trying to think of a, a, a similar situation. I'm, I'm just kind of racking my brain, but oh, there's only one. one. There's okay. only one. Let's see. I'll just you time. Alabama? Uh, no, 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 oh, oh, no, no, not Alabama. Definitely no. Nebraska yeah, is the only other place in America yeah. that's like we are. Yeah, that makes because sense. Alabama and Auburn, Alabama and Auburn are. Oh, you know, well, you have two schools. I was yeah. just thinking of states that didn't have pro teams. Was, oh, there's plenty. Yeah. yeah, there's plenty of those. But but where? Yeah. But Nebraska. Yeah, because even I was thinking Idaho, but you got Boise State and Idaho. There are. There's a lot. There's a lot. I'd like so, to retract yeah. my answer. I sound like a big dummy. Never mind. But we cannot cut that. We don't well, know how I mean, to cut. So. I mean, technically, Hawaii and Alaska are too, but that's true. You know, in, in all seriousness, they don't, you know, they're, they're I don't football. Even know. Is, yeah, I don't think they're even fans of their teams out there. They're kind of yeah, like, eh, whatever. Well, yeah. I wanted to circle back. And now that we've qualified yourself and you, uh, we understand. We trust you guys now. We yeah, trust you. Yeah. Good, good. <laughs> you, hey, we trust you too. <laughs> Can you walk us through the name of the mascot? Because I, I, I here's what I know is that they were the Cardinals. Now they're not. Yeah, and that's the extent of I know a little bit more, but I want to hear you say it. <laughs> well, so uh, kind of alluding to what uh, we talked about earlier, so we were the Cardinals up until 1909, and uh, Hugo Bezdek was our football coach who ended up coaching at the University of Chicago and did a lot of lot of things um he uh we were undefeated in 1909 it was the first year we went undefeated in football and had just beaten lsu in memphis and uh the team was coming back and they 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 got off the station the the train station and on dixon street downtown fayetteville and um they were met by all the students and the townspeople um you know and met them there you know you know because they had won the uh won the game and he made a speech and he says, our team fought like a wild man of Razorback hogs. Of course, the Razorbacks had always been, you know, attributed back to Arkansas because we were known for having a lot of these wild hogs in our state 
that goes way back to when Hernando de Soto uh, explored uh, the area and, and they had a lot of those that they had left and, and they rapidly populated and, and hence we have the feral hogs now. <laughs> um, but, but because of that, um, that name caught on and, you know, who really likes the Cardinal? I mean, Cardinal really can't, I mean, I love Cardinals, don't get me wrong, but Cardinals, <laughs> they're not, they don't really inspire a whole lot of just, They're not you know, scary. I'm no. not they're not scary. No. So we, we kept the color, mm-hmm. but uh, we, we changed the mascot and it's been the Razorbacks ever since. And then, um, and then, you know, the rest is history. Well, and they are very frightening that you're so um, it's uh, I looked up. So you uh, you arc dot edu, which I thought was a funny because I was like, oh, Arkansas, like it was just a cool one. So if you look up their traditions page for anyone who's listening, they have a really cool progression of the Razorback, like the logo. Yes, yes we do. Mm-hmm. And it's come a long way, and it has been very yes. frightening in some of the years. I would have been very scared of that. <laughs> we look kind of tough now. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I like the you know they've they've refined it more into a very streamlined, nice, uh, yeah. nice look. But it's uh, hopefully, uh, you know, we are try to be as scary and intimidating as possible. So, right. I think it's working. I think it's working. Yeah, 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 <laughs> for sure. Dude, I do think so. Part of uh, one of the traditions that I read about that was like over and over and over again is that you guys literally have a how to on like, like you hot call, like woo, woo pig suey. We call the hogs. Pig? Yes. Yeah, woo pig suey. <laughs> woo pig suey. Yeah, <laughs> yes, which I only know if you're listening and you're thinking, hmm, how did you even know that? I know one Arkansas fan and she taught me that <laughs> one thing. That's it. But I'm like, if she taught me that, that's going to be pretty ingrained in their culture. And as it turns out, it is. <laughs> it, it is definitely. We love to call those hogs. Yeah, especially, you know, the the best times, obviously, when, you know, you've had a few maybe drinks inside, you know, and, and that really. And you're uh, winning. And you're winning. <laughs> yeah, and, those it gets, and it gets really, really crazy. But, uh, but yeah, when you have, you know, almost 80,000 people uh, doing it in unison, it can be pretty intimidating. So, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's a cool way. There's a, there's a couple out there like that. Yeah, Wu Pig Suey is there's no, nowhere else can you do that and it just be like yeah everybody's doing this together it's one of those just fun very specific things to, to this well, school and- you know we we've had some lean years in the past <laughs> so uh to play the university of texas who we used to be our rival in the southwest conference mm-hmm. uh, to play them again this year and to watch over seventy thousand people calling the hogs and never sitting down <laughs> Uh, it was kind of, and after we'd gone through COVID, so it was almost like, I felt like we had gotten back to normalcy and life was going to be great when you have that many people, you know, go yelling, go hogs, go. That was an absolutely fun night. Lizzie and I do like a, a little breakdown each Saturday morning. We hop on Instagram and we just chat about like what games we're watching that day. And I don't know how many weeks we both were like, we're watching Arkansas. Arkansas Arkansas has been, what a team you guys have. But the team this year and the atmosphere around it, especially that Texas game just stood out to me. Um, But, but the team this year has been an absolute blast. I mean, um, like you said, you're excited about your coach who I, I remember, I, I remember when he was hired, I don't remember people being super excited. Did it, was there excitement around him when he's hired or has it been just, I don't think they well, really knew who he was. Most or... people, most people weren't, but we had had familiarity with him because he was our offensive coordinator oh. under Brett Bielema. 
yeah. several years before. But, you know, really, what? unfortunately, we had a previous athletic director and, and uh, administration who made, you know, stupid decisions. We'll just we'll just call it what it is. Oh, yeah. And in, in hiring coaches and, and, and things that, you know, you, you can only go so far before nobody wants the job. And right. he really wanted the job and, and really nobody else did. Um, and of course we, we've got the ability, um, if we want to, I mean, you know, to, to our wallets are as big as any others in you know, the sec, if, if we need to do that, but, mm-hmm. um, we're at the point where our previous athletic director had, you know, negotiated the stupid contract, uh, that, you know, we owed, you know, that we were having to, you know, pay these previous coaches, you know, millions of dollars which was just ridiculous. And, um, and so he was the only one that was willing to come and, um, and, but he had a lot of the backing of these former players that, you know, that said, this is a guy, this is the one that can, that can take it. And, and the great thing about Sam Pittman, this is the only job he wants. I mean, he's not going to go anywhere else. He and his wife, he and his Hmm. wife have a place they bought in hot springs. They're, you know, they're, they're, they've always been part-time Arkansas residents, even when he was coaching at Georgia. Yeah. Um, they're, you know, they're just very ingrained here. I mean, he grew up just miles from the Arkansas border as a kid and grew up an Arkansas fan. Yeah. So it's not like, uh, you know, he's being imported in from somewhere else. Right. He's not somebody else's guy that you have to worry about. That's nice. That's a nice feeling. And, we ha- and I think it's talks volumes when you see that, that some, some of these seniors – stayed again yes. for another year yeah. just to be under him. And I, I mean, that just speaks volumes yeah. right there. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. We returned more, more seniors, um, that the COVID seniors, I guess the COVID class, they call them mm-hmm. than any other school in the country. Oh, that's oh, awesome. Wow. That's because of him. Yeah. 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 Well, that does tell you a lot about him. People. I mean, you only stick around if you really want to be around that person. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. Well, um, part of the, part of the traditions that I, I just like to ask people this question. Cause I figure there's some things that you can read about. Um, and maybe that is what some of your favorite traditions, but as Razorback fans through and through for years and years and years and years, do you have any favorite traditions that you think are like just vital towards understanding what the culture of like being an Arkansas fan is? Well, I'll start. I mean, there's one. So what Sarah talked about earlier back when she and I were in school uh, in the eighties and, and way up in past the eighties, um, you know, from way back from since the Razorback started, they always played half their games in Little Rock uh, and then half were in Fable. And actually if there were seven home games, four would be in Little Rock and three would be in Fable. And a lot of it had to do with the fact that, you know, there was no interstate getting to Fayetteville. Uh, Fayetteville did not have the lights. Uh, Little Rock had a bigger stadium, had the lights, mm-hmm. and the they built the stadium in Little Rock for the purpose of the Razorbacks um, getting that statewide, you know, following. Yeah. And one of the great traditions in Little Rock is the tailgating. And you'll hear a lot, and I always tell people, you know, you'll hear a lot about Ole Miss and the Grove, and they always brag about that. And, you know, I'm sitting there like going, whatever, just because you bring a candelabra <laughs> to a tailgate party, you think you're all special <laughs> and all that stuff. But what you have in Little Rock is you have this entire golf course that um, is 
uh, on game days, typically in the past, certainly the stadium holds like less than 60,000 people, hmm. but you'll have probably a hundred thousand people tailgating and they come from all, you know, corners of the state. And it's the only place in America I tell people where you can have the CEO of a fortune 500 company tailgating. And then five cars down from him is the janitor that works for his company. Hmm. And it's because you have every type of person, every, you know, whether you're a graduate, whether you're just from Arkansas and, and it's like, again, that unifying factor, but it's, to me, that's probably one of the, you know, the best experiences uh, as far as, game day stuff, uh, you know, in, in, um, you know, here. And plus, you know, there's the, the cool pregame stuff when the band forms the A and, yeah, you know, yeah. they march when down the, the field. And, yeah. And when the, and when the players come in, yeah, everybody lines up to watch the players. When like, they walk into, you walk know, the, into the stadium. Oh, okay. The buses yes. come in, the yeah. buses come in with state trooper escort, you know, down. And when you're coming down in Little Rock, you come down where, on Markham street where all the, where the golf course is. And of course people have been tailgating typically for hours um, when we have night games uh, there. And, and then, you know, you're greeted by about 10,000 fans outside of the stadium. It's pretty cool. So I, I did want to just say, cause I did have to look it up. Um, and I imagine people who are listening may or may not know, I knew a little bit about Arkansas, but Fayetteville is like the top left corner. It's almost to Oklahoma. That's correct. Yeah. Yes. It's like yeah. it's probably 20 miles from Oklahoma and well, 20 miles from Missouri. Yeah. So okay. it's way, way up there. And then Little Rock is like way, like so, not right in the center. Right in the center of the state okay. of Arkansas. Yeah. Gotcha. So that that's you're saying that for tailgating, when you were talking about the experience, you're saying most of the like is the same tailgating in Little Rock like as Fayetteville or like, you know, like on the golf course, or is it a different scene in Fayetteville when you're tailgating? Different in Fayetteville. Sarah puts on a good tailgate. Uh, <laughs> she's right by, she has a good parking I don't pass, doubt right it. Well, I think sure. it says something when I, I'll have to say, um, Greg's parents kind of started that tailgate right when we got out of college. And so My that, aunt and uncle. your aunt, yes, his aunt and uncle did. And so uh, we would go and tailgate there. And then eventually, you know, the older people, maybe they got into bad health or this or that. And so Greg's family kind of ended up not tailgating as much, but I took over and uh, okay. like <laughs> two years ago, I, and it's, it's not a place that you go, this is mine. But for some reason, over 30 years, we have had the same spot. Mm-hmm. So I drove up one time to Fayetteville and these new people that were coming in with their, Uh-oh. You know, they, just started tailgating we're trying to take my spot oh gosh <laughs> I, said, very, did not say well. I said very nicely please sir <laughs> i've had this over 30 years you cannot do this people will not know where i am <laughs> and they're gonna come to you instead yeah. and you don't want that <laughs> you're not ready you're not ready well tell us about that then like do you do you have a huge do you have a menu set every week or like how many uh, no, people well, are running through? I don't go I don't go quite all out with the food okay. since I, since I work five days a week I yes. just really you know don't have time to do that but we do set up a big tent and table and chairs and we cover the alcohol of whatever you need and mm-hmm. we'll either have snacks or sandwiches your, your or candelabra <laughs> right I do not have a candelabra yeah. but. <laughs> Uh, and it's, I tell you what, it's, what's really been fun is just watching over the years, 
tailgating and now I am there and I, the kids that I have taught are now mm. at the university or oh, my friend's cool. children are now at the university. And so now we have a whole new generation. I guess I can say now I'm in the older crowd <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's just fun. And, and we have reconnected in the last four years with so many people oh, yeah. that we had maybe lost touch with in college because now their children are up there. And that has been so much fun. Yeah, that that's something I never would have thought of. You know, just never imagined is what yeah. Sarah said is just it's so cool to see like all these generational changes of now the people we were in school with in the 80s their kids are at Fayetteville right now. And, and that's really neat. That is, I imagine that would be really cool to see. And and also with my parents, both attending the U of A, you know, when I attended in the eighties, I ran into people whose moms and dads were friends of my parents. My brother did too. And so it's just like, we've just generally, like he said, generation to generation, and we've just kept this going. And, and the cool thing about if you if you go to school at the University of Arkansas and you graduate, um, the, the one tradition that we have that no other school in the country has oh, is that we have senior sidewalk. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's, that's something that binds us. So everybody whose name, we've got over 150,000 names on the sidewalk of every graduate of the University of Arkansas. Oh, so wow. what's, what's neat is that when you have these, like Sarah, of course, her family – with you know she's three generations uh, yeah. worth um well actually four you I, know, I can you, find my grandparents yeah, my parents the, my aunts and uncles and, and, my, and that's the my that is what is amazing to me is that yeah. you know and you, you know you've got some families that are actually six seven generations i mean people who were graduated when the university first opened uh who they can trace their lineage all the way back which is to, a, to me a story really that my grandfather used to tell me was that um because I'm from Southeast Arkansas, it was six or more hours to get to Fayetteville at that time. And so when he, he would ride the train to the depot there on Dixon Street, which is our main street of all the bars and restaurants and everything there in Fayetteville. And he would get off and go to George's, which has been a well-known establishment uh, and have it's a the oldest, drink. oldest. It's one of the best college bars in the country. Okay. And have a drink uh-huh. before he went home to his dorm and so that was kind of a you know fun thing to hear about when you're growing up and then your dad went there and you went there yes. and yeah and Connor went there there feels almost as you're describing this a small town type feel like you're like my parents know this area I, my grandparents we, we're now meeting kids you know of friends we made in college there it, it really feels like almost a small school vibe where you're also getting SEC level sports. I mean, am I wrong? It really does feel like a real tight knit group there, or a small town vibe almost. Well, it's it's crazy. When we were in school, the enrollment was like fifteen thousand, and now it's pushing thirty thousand. Uh, so it's you know the school's grown quite a bit. And of course, Northwest Arkansas is you know one of the fastest growing areas in the country, mm-hmm. and it's been named one of the top places to live. Um, you know, Fayetteville is a city about nine, it's 90,000 people, but the metro area is like half a million. Uh, but it still does have that every, every town in Northwest Arkansas and they're all connected. Uh, they all have a square, um, and you know, and and their downtowns are amazing revitalized with Mm -hmm. awesome restaurants and, and all the things that, that you look for. So it does give you that 
that sense of of uh, that you are in these small towns, even though you know you, you're in a metro area of five hundred thousand people. Yeah. Well, I liked what you said about the tailgate in that it's um, you said, you know, it could be like a fortune 500 owner and then like, you know, yeah. five people down. It's just it could be anybody. I really like the accessibility of it because sometimes you have these schools and it's just like it's very complicated to figure the whole system out. We just recorded with a Wisconsin um, guy and he was saying like they are working so hard to try and get people to tailgate. Um, in an accessible way, but like the way their schools laid out, you just don't have much space to tailgate. Yeah. So, you know, mm-hmm. there are all these different ways. We have a little bit of that over at the University of Tennessee, where I, I mean, like I said, I'm not a fan, but I do hang out there with my friends who are. And it's, okay. it's okay. It's okay. She goes and throws it. mustard bottles on the field. I don't know where she picked uh, that yeah, up. From. She's like, go. I'm just going to start throwing. I uh, know. Was that you? Lizzie, that don't you? do that. Uh, I cannot confirm or deny. They've been making arrests. So <laughs> I, I, I've got to tell you something, a funny story about a mustard bottle. So <laughs> oh, yeah. I saw, I saw that mustard bottle get thrown that mm-hmm. night and saw it on the field. And it made me think about six years ago, we went to inside the university of Arkansas and uh, my husband had a friend with him and he pulls out a mustard bottle, but he did not pull it out for his hot dog. It had <laughs> bourbon in it. <laughs> yeah, that's what, I mean, that's what people sneak booze in. Yes. Uh, yeah, a so. mustard bottle. And so it's really funny because I, I don't know. I just, it made us laugh because we were like, <laughs> it does oh, make well, you laugh. There, like, we all know it happens, but to see someone <laughs> throw it on the field, you're like, okay. Yeah, yeah. it's, I tell you what's funny too. You're talking about these mustard bottles with this alcohol. Is I have my aunt and uncle, um, who were big tailgaters, and bless their soul, they they passed away within this last year. But actually, I'm giving them a lot of um, credit for the great football seasons and basketball and baseball and track and women's soccer and everything else because we're kicking ass and everything because they're the biggest Razorback fans. And as soon as they passed away we started winning and everything so i mean <laughs> the timing has to be you know so Something i give them there. full credit yeah but anyway uh back when they had you know when they would be going to the games they would be taking their mustard bottles in full of <laughs> full of bourbon and 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 they had a whole group that they always sat with at the game so you know you you end up over the years you become best friends with all the people that sure. sit around you and and they would um there would be this you know, they would continue to have this little conversation. Everybody would say, well, please pass the mustard. Um, and it was just a big joke about passing the mustard uh, bottle, you know, like for your hot dog, but you weren't <laughs> yeah. really passing it for your hot dog. Uh, they would have hot dogs and then they would be passing the mustard for their bourbon. Uh, I love that. For their drinks. So it was, it was kind of a cool deal. Um, and that brings me up. Greg was talking about how, you know, you grow up sitting with the same people. Yes. So, uh, when I would come to Little Rock games as a child, we got to know the people in front of me and their daughter was probably about three or four years older than me. And the next thing I know, we go to, I'm going through Rush at the University of Arkansas and end up pledging the same sorority that she is in. And so she had watched me grow up as a little girl, but (laughs) maybe only saw me a couple of times a year, but you know, that uh, we've made great friends with an older couple behind us. So you get to know all the people around you and, and you're kind of excited every year when you show up, you don't see them during the summer or this or that. And then you're like, Hey, it's time to see our new friends again. So. Yeah. 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 Well, 
one I did want to look back. I want to ask this question, and we have to take money out of it. The SEC money, we're, we're taking out the money out of it. But when you mentioned the uh, Southwest Conference, I wanted to ask, that was a special little conference that's now just completely folded. You're going to get a little bit of it back with Texas and now Texas A&M playing in the same conference as, as Arkansas. But is there any part of you that does miss that that kind of special conference that that was? Or is it like, no, just the money's so good and the chance to play Bama and, and Auburn just outweighs that? Or what, what's your you favorite? On? Well, it's a very good question. Now that we've got Texas coming in, and we've already got A&M, right? So yeah. we've got Texas and Texas A&M. Those are the two big teams for us to play. Yeah. And so, you know, the Southwest Conference, you know, on one hand was great, but the one thing I do miss was um, the Southwest Conference basketball tur- tournament mm-hmm. because, um, you know, none of the schools in Texas were ever really – well, outside of Houston every now and then. Yeah. Uh, and Texas, once in a while, were never good. And so we dominated that tournament. And it was always in Dallas at Reunion Arena. And you would have, you know, 16,000 of the 18,000 people at that tournament were all Razorback fans. And that was always the most fun weekend to go down to Dallas and enjoy that that tournament. And you don't have that as much – well, of course, Kentucky fans have, have pretty much dominated the SEC mm-hmm. uh, tournament. That that's going to change um, now that we're actually good, but yeah. uh, but that's I do miss that. That's yeah. that would be really the only thing. Um, really, the good thing is they're they're doing a good job of scheduling um, former Southwest Conference. Like we we just played Rice this year. Okay. We beat we beat Rice, Texas, and Texas A and M. So we're declared the Southwest Conference uh, champions for this Perfect. year. Take it. I uh, love that. And, Take that. And then and then we got Texas Tech coming back on the schedule. Um, I think we've got another, I want to say Houston maybe on the schedule in some future years. So mm-hmm. um, they're doing a good job of trying to, you know, schedule as many games, whether it's football, basketball, baseball, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, we're playing in Texas a lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I just I, I look back on that. I mean, uh, there's a lot of conference movement right now. Texas, Oklahoma at the top of that, and, and we'll see where else it plays out. A lot of those smaller conferences are they've got a lot of not turmoil, but a lot of movement. But I, I look back at that conference fondly. It was a little bit before my time, but really good uh, sports in there. And you and, and I don't know. I, I, I so that's why I wanted to get that opinion from you. If it, but it's good to know Arkansas's moved on graciously. So yeah, we we oh, yeah. you know I'll be honest with you, and and this is one thing that that uh you know, we were the only non-texas school in the southwest conference and, and frankly we were uh you know texas tried to sh- always show their their influence on everything and that's one of the reasons why you know frank burles thank goodness saw the writing on the wall and he says we're gonna get the hell out of here mm-hmm. um because the rest of it you know the rest of, of that conference was really imploding Everybody was on probation mm-hmm. um, and, you know, and to, and to be able to go to the SEC and, you know, Ole Miss had, had always had always been outside of Texas, our biggest rival historically um, going back to, you know, the thirties and forties. And, and so um, being back with a lot of those, those schools made a lot of sense. Well, yeah. it's interesting you said that because uh, we were going to ask who, who, you guys as Arkansas fans considered to be your biggest rival, but it sounds like you kind of answered. Is it Texas? 
right now. Texas is uh, Texas. Yeah, we hate Texas. Yeah. Historically, we hate Texas. <laughs> we hate anything orange, like Tennessee, Texas, Auburn, Florida. It's all. It's just not good. <laughs> now, I will say this: I hate Ole Miss, uh, and, and 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 uh, Sarah does too because she's got a lot of <laughs> friends. When yeah, I was like, there, is there something that happens? I heard you <laughs> no, no, talk no, about I, the Grove. Ole Miss, Ole Miss and LSU. I think uh, Ole Miss and LSU. Yeah, yeah Ole Miss yeah. and LSU. Interesting, because yeah, yeah. we. So we had an old Miss fan on, and he said LSU was what he would consider to be their yes, biggest. Yes, I would. Think. Yeah. Well, so Ole Miss. Think, think about funny. Ole Miss. Here's the deal about Ole Miss, and the reason why I keep bringing this up is that, and Sarah can appreciate this. <laughs> I've got a lot of great friends that went to school at Ole Miss. Obviously, so she I. has too. And and my 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 nephew uh, went went to school there. He just because he's from Mississippi, not that he wanted to go there <laughs> he wanted to go to Notre Dame and couldn't you know wasn't able to get in but yeah the bottom line is is that it, it always amazes me there's a lot of people that go to school Ole Miss and they just have this arrogant you know pretentious attitude and I'm like mm-hmm. going but you're from Mississippi and not that that's bad don't get me wrong I'm not saying there's I love Mississippi it's a great great right. place but it's just like they have this attitude like you're from Oxford, England, instead of Oxford, Mississippi. And, <laughs> right. uh, and, and, and they have a great marketing department over there because they made the Grove out to be this, like, like there is nothing even approaching, you know, te- like they've invented tailgating or something over there. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. It's great. It, I love going I, there. I love going over there. It's I nice. It's nice. And they've got a great but square. I always want to beat them. Yeah. But, but <laughs> you know, and they got a great square. They, they, yeah. it's, you know, but Oxford is not the end all be all of, of college towns that people want to make it out to be. And yeah. when you go there, it's like going, it's like a really nice small town, but you know, Fayetteville blows it out of the water. Right. Um, you don't see there's, Oxford there's, on there's the same. Just, anyway, go ahead. There's just so much to unpack there. The anger, <laughs> I can feel it. I know. I know. <laughs> well, does it make you feel better to know that? I think because you're in that bubble bubble where it's your rivalry, you're like, you know, uh, it's people are just talking. I don't think about Ole Miss that much. If that makes you feel better. <laughs> never think about Ole Miss. Yeah, I never think no. about the Grove. I do think it is. I'm with you on the whole. They dress super fancy for football games, and it's in Mississippi. I'm like, what in the world? Everybody knows the only thing worse than anything is being outside in mississippi dressed nice for a football game it's hotter than hell i don't <laughs> well i agree with you we we finally learned our lesson our junior year in college we're like we were dressing up for games like one okay this is stupid uh so we figured that out in the 80s that hey it's just just go go very relaxed go with the mm-hmm. flow yeah but uh but you know, you know, you'll hear this thing over Mississippi is like, you know, they're known for redshirting Miss Americas, and <laughs> you know, that, that. like that, that's like their big thing mm-hmm. at Ole Miss that they redshirt Miss Americas. I'm like going, well, to be honest with you, we got as many Miss Americas as y'all got. So uh, <laughs> if you want to, if you want to really compare, you know, whatever. Me, but Lizzie and I write a lot of notes for the episode and just try to go through them. And at no point did I think there was going to be like a. We have just as many Miss Americas. Did not think that was going to come yeah. up at any point. Love that that's where we got in the, in this rivalry with Ole Miss. Well, yeah. uh, I, I do want to touch on – I feel like I have a lot, and our, our time is is kind of quickly rolling up. Uh, one thing we want to point out, we always mention when Lou Holtz coached at a school, had a few years of Lou Holtz. Yeah. Um, 
but uh, and then kind of had an interesting run of coaches. Danny Ford left Clemson, came to Arkansas. Yeah. Then you have Houston Nutt, uh, and, and then Bobby Petrino, who you know left unceremoniously. Um, is that something? Damn motorcycles. I know. Don't, don't ride some, a motorcycle. Is that something you can look back on maybe? and laugh at how he left or is it still like no this is embarrassing and we do not want to discuss it for, oh we laugh good for the uninitiated like bobby petrino I, well, at some point him. had his girlfriend on we the love back of his i liked yeah. him as a okay. coach yeah. i had no problem with him and yeah yeah uh but had yeah. his girlfriend on the back of his rod uh, well, he's yeah. married he shouldn't have done that <laughs> yeah shouldn't have done yeah, that. We... wrecked his motorcycle and and then doesn't call 911. It's very, I, I can't remember the, all the details, but then has to pretty much retire or, you know, leave the school a couple of days later. Pretty bad. I mean, hey, just if his, if his girlfriend wasn't also his subordinate, he would still be our coach. That's yes. right. Yes. I, the, many of people I knew dressed up like him for Halloween. Uh, oh, yeah. It was a good costume. Oh, yes. Just yes, a picture of his face with the, the, you know, the scarring and he's, he's got his, he makes sure to wear his sugar ball jacket. I always love that, that he's like, I got, I remember that I took us to the sugar ball, uh, in his neck brace. It, it is you a can funny talk about You can talk about all the coaches, but one, which Just was don't that? ask us about Chad Morris. Yes. Oh, <laughs> that felt, I, I've always kind of, Chad Morris is just a name. I really thought he would work out. I, it was, it was a bit of a surprise to me. He's, he's not on our list uh, of people. So don't worry. <laughs> Thank but, you. Because, because that was, that was a two year nightmare that mm-hmm. um, I'm just now recovering from. Yeah. That, well, that's when you only went to tailgate because that you just had to get an A in that. So we yeah. And I, and I always tell people, you know, when Chad Morris became coach, we were social distancing at football games long before COVID ever came because nobody was going. Nobody was going. No, nobody was going. Uh, well, we're, we're going to look, we've kind of looked back a little bit. We, we, you mentioned it a little bit that basketball is back. Um, yes, go Musk. Yeah, Eric Musselman. Uh, yeah. Last year had an unbelievable team. I mean, you lose yes. to the eventual champion in Baylor in the uh, Elite Eight. I mean, is yeah. that yeah. right? I'm trying to remember that. But yes, that's correct. Got to be a lot of excitement for the team coming back this year. And, and we are ready. Yeah. Yes. You know what's exciting about this year is uh, we've we've sold out the entire uh, our season tickets have completely sold out. Twenty thousand seats. It's the first time since the twenty th- uh, the year two thousand and one mm-hmm. that we've done that, and uh, and it's so twenty years. It's the first time, and it's it just shows the excitement everybody has for for basketball. And um, so, when I married my husband, his family were um, huge basketball people, and so we have season tickets not only to football but to basketball too. Wow, so, uh, wow. we're uh, real, real excited. Yeah, yeah, she's very into Arkansas. Well, I would like to describe you guys as respectfully confident. Like, never <laughs> have I said anything that you didn't respond like, go hogs, or we're going to beat them, or we're going to win. But also, I love it because sometimes people are like, well, you know, I have a, one of our friends that we keep bringing back is a fan of the University of Tennessee. He's like, well, I'm trying to get better about saying nice things to other schools. And I'm like, I feel like you can just say we're great. You don't even have to say the nice thing. You can just think it. <laughs> yeah. Listen, y'all ever come to Arkansas? Greg and I will treat you to a oh. game in Fayetteville, and you'll have the best time. Well, I, I will not try and take your tailgate spot. That is for Jacko. <laughs> no, Please I know. Spot. I know you won't. <laughs> she will take you out. I, I can I guarantee that's true. Yes. And she, knows, and she knows people. 
Yeah, yeah. she does. I've heard it. <laughs> I, I will say this, and, and I know you heard me kind of do my little rants about Ole Miss, but i tell you what, what I love about the SEC, and actually I go all over the country to college football games, like yes. when we're not playing. Like I went to Wisconsin, Notre Dame this year. I've, I've gone uh, coast to coast. But I love being in the college towns and going to the games and and just just because I love everybody's tradition. Um, You know, you know, there's so many places that are just it's it's so cool to go. And I love going. I've been to all uh, all the SEC schools. I've been to Michigan, been to Ohio State, Notre Dame uh, or or all all over. Mm -hmm. Nebraska is one of my favorite places to go. Yeah, it really is. You know, I, it was so cool that you're doing this podcast. And when Sarah told me about it, I thought, man, that is that is so neat because, you know, everybody's passionate about their team. And um, and, you know, every, you, you, you're never going to get me to switch. Uh, I can always respect, but I'm, I'm never going to switch my allegiance. Um, right. And and y'all are I mean. You know, you're not either. You're you're Hokies, and yeah, and yeah, that's, that's who you are. Oh, and and to so hell, much hell and, right now. And to hell with the PBA, right? <laughs> Absolutely, and, uh, get out. And, and, and so, like but I, I think that's what's great is you can actually joke with people, yeah. even if they're you're like arch enemies. You can still have fun. Oh yeah, um, and, and as long as it's done in a very, uh, you know, it's not worth getting you know to a point yeah. where you, you lose friendships or anything oh, yeah. like that. Which yeah. never yeah. happened, but that, no. that makes that that is just truly the essence of what we are trying to portray just in doing these podcasts. It's just because I've always found it so interesting to figure out why people are fans of certain schools and then and just getting to assimilate into that culture, you're like, This is awesome. You know, I'm not a fan of this team. Still, I am all for Virginia <laughs> Tech. Will not convert me. However, it's just a good time to get to see how people do things and uh and and it's different than what yeah. you're used to. So yeah well well it's all about being where we're from yes a lot of it's yeah. that a lot of it's where we're from um just on the, a really good example of that <laughs> yeah it's yeah yeah well this is kind of it we have we have you know we're at about our time and uh i want to ask you guys each one question we have a question that we try to end the podcast with and it, it doesn't always work when we talk to non-sec schools they they kind of blank on us. So we're going to ask you one question. It is pretty important. It's the, it's kind of the most important thing we do. Just need to get an answer from both you guys. And the question is Rocky top or Rocky road. Uh, well, you know, <laughs> it would have to be Rocky road. Rocky road. Man. Yeah. I can't go that Rocky top now. No, get that you know, Rocky there's top no part of, here. of you that has like a little affinity for the, for Rocky. Actually, top. <laughs> I love the song Rocky Top. I'm not going to lie to you. And, I knew um, it. And I would be remiss if, you know, w- with that song is um, uh, some of my closest friends that uh, they own a wine bar right across the street from where we're doing this podcast. And they're both UT. Uh, she graduated from UT and, and he's yeah. from Knoxville. And um, we, uh, <laughs> uh, I always like, like to you know we play the rocky top every now and then but um there's also some alternate words to that song that are not so uh, appreciative to tennessee that um a lot of people sing if you're not a tennessee fan and and uh we sometimes do that to them just to 
you know, give them a hard time. But actually, I like Tennessee. Um, I'm, uh, it is like one that I have not visited, and I would like to go to a Tennessee game just to see it because I've heard all about it, yeah. but I have not visited there. Hey, I wore orange to the Tennessee-Virginia Tech game. So oh, that hurts me, but that. Yeah, that hurts a lot. <laughs> well, orange works. You can justify it. It's only because that was the guy that bought my ticket. That's hey, that's fair. Orange is okay, not a good color. Fair. Orange is not a good color on me. Red is just much better. Uh, <laughs> orange is a tough color on me, and yeah. I, and I try not to wear it as much as possible. Get, we give me that maroon always. Tell Christopher, please don't wear orange. You got to wear maroon. The this red beard it pulls the red out of the bear. So, Christopher, you know, it's like, we, of course, if you have a red beard, I can see that being yeah. a class. So, it's, a, yeah. it's a problem. It's a problem. Well, yeah. speaking of one other SEC, we have a friend who is huge Mississippi State fan, uh-huh. and he wears maroon every single day. Every single day? Every single day. I don't day. doubt that from what I've heard of Mississippi <laughs> State fans. <laughs> yeah. They're an interesting bunch. They're an interesting bunch from what we understand. So Yeah, bless their heart. <laughs> <laughs> well, once again – Sarah and Greg, thank you so much. This was absolutely fun. I, I didn't know where the episode was going to go, and that's always a lot of fun when we were just kind of surprised by where it goes. So this this has been fun. Uh, it, dare I say it's been a party, Christopher? That's <laughs> yeah, because we've been drinking. We've been drinking. I don't know about y'all. <laughs> Mine's been water, not as fun. Give you that tailgate experience. Uh, All right. Well, uh, yeah, we'll, we're we're out, guys, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. All right, go hogs. Go hogs. We'll pig. We'll pig.